I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Oversharers podcast. My name is Kalton. And I'm Hava. And today we have a brand new scenario. Okay, well, before our scenarios, guys, we did question of the week this week. But before we jump into question of the week, can we talk about you and Milan? Love, did you enjoy your holiday? The European summer that you've been having? Do you know what? I really love Milan. Oh, really? I really, really like it. Do you know what it is? It's just like, it's just my vibe. Really? It's just that's how I was born to live. You know what I mean? Okay. Just in the city right. of Milan. Right. Explain. I should say it's a very high value. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very high value city. So okay. not a lot of people would understand. I'm joking. met people with money. So now she's getting good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, a, it's just, it's just, you know what it is? I was just receptive. My feminine energy was oh, open. Oh, oh. If I, If someone wants to give, I will receive. And I accept. Because it's the cost of living. Yes. Indeed. I didn't accept any money from men, though. No. Just women. One woman. <laughs> one Saudi woman <laughs> who took pity on Colton. I'm joking. She, no, she said Colton was me. beautiful. No, so it was really strange. I was in the Starbucks queue. So th- I was going home at this point. And I was at the airport in Milan. And I was in the Starbucks queue. And, like, I was with my friends. We're, like, all doing coffees. And then I look to my right and I see, like these two women sitting down. So one was the mother and she was with her daughter and she had with her, I think, her two maids. Okay. I'm guessing were maids. The lifestyle that I And want. the reason why I, I guessed that they were maids is because, you know, the luggage that they were carrying was Goyard suitcase, mm-hmm. Christian Dior mm-hmm. bag. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing Louis Vuitton suitcases. Nice. So I was like, oh, okay. I'm guessing Saudi Arabia. It's the lifestyle that I want. Mm. Mm. So I'm in the queue. I've got my coffee. And bear in mind, like occasionally from, you know when you can just see in your periphery that someone is just staring at you. So I was just like, okay, I'm not going to look. I'm just going to continue. You know what? I, mean? I just saw, I could just feel eyes but I just thought "Mm, whatever Mm -mm. order my coffee great and then I ordered my friend's coffee so I bought the coffees to the table so our table is situated right next to there so they're here and we're here so occasionally I'm just glancing over like what's going on what's going on over there and then the lady she's wearing a cap and sunglasses so she's like brought the sunglasses down and she's speaking to me in Arabic and then I'm like mafahama mafahama mafi mafi arabia arabia basically I just told her so yeah she speaks to me Arabic she's basically saying oh do you speak Arabic I'm like no and so she's speaking to me in English but it's like broken English so it's like yeah she's speaking to me in shway shway English Arabic mixed together which I kind of like I've kind of understood it okay 
So she was just like, oh, you know where you... F-? No, she goes to me. She was like, oh, la, la, modelo, modelo. Ah! And then I was like, oh, whoa, okay. And she just gassing me up. She's like, very beautiful, mashallah. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Maybe you know I mean? she thought you were Halima Aiden. Maybe. You know how everyone's... Uh, guys, everyone, there's two people that Kaltan looks like. Right, there's the notorious one that we all think well, is oh, obviously Maya Jamal. But right? I don't. Be- I don't believe it. I think. But occasionally, I do see these little things here that she I has, and nose, I have that. I have this thing that she has right now. Yes, yeah, the yeah. nose, the I don't know what you'd call smile, smile, mm, smile, cheek, bones, just this area, that, the mouth area. <laughs> no, sorry, but this eyes, nose, mouth area looks like her. I'm going to anyway, stare directly into the camera. Guys, does she look like Maya <laughs> Jamal? Tag Maya Jamal now. <laughs> Anyway, so what was I saying? So she's just saying all these nice things about me and I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then oh, obviously like, you know me, I'm just, I find it really difficult to receive compliments. So then I've gone and stood where my friend is who's waiting for her drinks. So I've left the situation. Then my f- other friend comes and follows me and she's like, Katon, she's bringing out wads of cash. You need to come back right <laughs> And then I'm like, what, what? And she's no like, yeah. Because she, she's, she's rummaging in her bag and she's brought out wads of cash. And I was like, oh my God. okay, I'm coming back, obviously. So I come back, but I didn't come back as though I'm flipping sniffing for cash. I've come back to my friend and just acted completely normal. So we're just nonchalant, nonchalant, nonchalant conversating, whatever, whatever. And then she goes to me, oh, she's talking about Eid and how there's like a big celebration every year for Eid al-Adha and Riyadh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. Like, what's the difference between the first Eid and the second Eid? She goes, the second one is a lot bigger. She goes, obviously, Dul Hijjah, this, that. She's just speaking Arabic to me. I'm like, yeah, oh, Dul Hijjah, yes, so I'm Fahma, yes. And then she was like to me, whereabouts are you from? I said, oh, I'm from London, originally Somalia. And then she was like, oh, where do you work? And I said, oh, I work in London. Whereabouts in London? She's, I'm like, like you know, this in, the, woman wants you. in the city. I was like, please adopt. In my head, I'm thinking, adopt me. Like, adopt me, please. In a good way. Yeah, yeah. And then she was like, oh, you know, in Saudi Arabia, it's very customary to offer money because of Eid. So here's your haqqa Eid. Ah! So she me. She gives me money and I'm like, oh my God, thank you. Like, I wasn't going to be weird about it because usually my yeah, yeah. my thing is to be like, no, 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 you don't do yeah. that. But I was like, thank you. So if a, if a rich, beautiful Saudi woman has given you haqqa al-Eid, you accept oh, I was it. like, thank you very much. And also I thought maybe she'd take offence if I didn't yeah. accept accept it yeah also i was at the end of my milan holiday and i was effing broke (laughs) and your phone (laughs) and i lost my phone basically i was down in the dumps and you thought and you look at that allah gave you away allah gave me away so yeah that is the story of how Coltorn found her sugar mama in milan i need to tell the story about how i lost my phone oh yeah go on so this was on the same day imagine i lost my phone the same day i received that money so we were go- we were waiting for our train to Lake Como. A lot was happening oh in God, this Lake bloody Como. train station. And Hartha decides to tell us like like you know hours later that Milan is notorious for pickpocketers. Anyway, I, I got- thought I sent that video in the group chat. I probably didn't watch it. Pickpocketer, like she's crazy for it. So anyway, guys, I got pickpocketed, and the person only stole my phone. Bear in mind there was like bank cards and stuff in my bag as well. But I know, but what can they do? But with I think it all they I think what they usually do they take the phone and then like sell it on probably but anyway yeah my phone went missing and I was just heartbroken and sad for the whole of that part of the journey and then Mm. just the whole airport I was just really like sad and I'm not sad about the item 
or like the fact no, that I someone's taken it. It's I'd not even livid. that. It's just how inconvenienced I am. Like I can't just go into my phone and like send pay for, pay for things or send yeah. money or do you know what I mean? I can't do anything. I can't even take a picture. At one point I put my AirPods in my ears and I realized I had no phone. Just, I was like, We're Damn. so used to it though, but it's also it is a massive inconvenience because like us, we use our phone all the time for, for everything. Like, everything like this is like my work phone my normal phone my yeah. like oversharer's phone like yeah. everything so it's like if i lost this yeah i would be livid i was just it's just the inconvenience yeah. aspect of it that really annoyed me it's like i can't do anything i felt like a child oh like, and then I, was that like the beginning of your late coma trip yeah it was at the train station so i was i went back to the hotel thinking i'd left it there they were like no went back to the train station ticket desk they were like no it's not there i went to the train station shop it wasn't there oh. and then my friend told me that like while i was inside like the ticket place like there's a really strange woman that came up to her and was like "Ooh, so i'm thinking that was the distractor she was right. distracting and were you like my friend. behind that and i was them. like i was like the, i was separated by a door so i'm thinking whoever their friend probably came in and like took, s- like snatched my phone while the other person was distracting. Like, yeah. it was. It's a very kind of like. No, they're very like known. Smooth, it's like a smooth operation. Yeah, like in when I show you the TikTok video later, they're so smooth with it, and they're yeah. so known. Like the lady that catches them out in Milan, yeah. she like screams TikTok it. She's a pickpocketer, pickpocketer. Polizia, polizia. And then she screams, and then they all run away. But there's like a group of them that run. So they all do it together. It's crazy. But yeah, but overall, like I would recommend Milan. Beautiful city, really nice people, great food. Aww. Bear in mind, I didn't go to the toilet and do a number two for like the whole time. You like there. that in every holiday. It's so. It's like my stomach was the size of a football when I came back. And as soon as I landed in London, all I could start. Not even as soon as I landed in London. As soon as I was on the aeroplane in London, it was like my body felt like the closeness of my home toilet. My <laughs> tummy started rumbling again. I was like, well, there's movement. There wasn't movement for four days. No like 12 way. bloody meals were in my stomach just sitting, sitting. there. No. Yeah. That's crazy. And it's like not regular meals. It's like pasta, pizza, yeah. bread. Like, like carbs are just sitting there. So my farts were stinking up the place. <laughs> oh, I, I just couldn't you. go to the toilet. I don't know oh. why this always happens, but as soon as I landed... Well, I'm home. The body recognizes the body, London. Yeah, the body was comfortable enough to just let go. <laughs> oh, that's so good, guys. I'm so jealous. So I, I can't wait to go late. My bowel movements, guys. It's all right. It's all right. Right. Okay. So we are back with our question of the week. Right. So this week we asked you, the moment you realized your partner was crazy. Are you ready for the responses? Oh, I wish I added to this. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I didn't add to it either. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, so the first ones are, when he told me he was out of town and then my cousin saw him the same day in our town. (laughs) Do you know what? I just, that is just hilarious. That that is very relatable. How like dumb is he? (laughs) At least wear a cap. Like, wear some glasses. Change up the clothes. Like, what's going on? Oh my God. Someone goes, he left the baby in Starbucks and ran outside ready to fight because he thought a guy was trying to talk to me. <laughs> That's actually crazy, come that on. That is so funny. Well, not even a little question. Like, but ask like, the like, question. Like, low-key, I would feel, like, pretty you'd gassed fangirl, with that. Yeah. You'd fangirl that moment. I'd be, I'd be gassed with that. I'd be happy with that. Thanks, babe. 
But yeah, oh please God. don't. Please save the baby first. <laughs> Another lady goes, he threw my clothes out the window in an argument the first week after our wedding. <laughs> Are you still yeah. together? I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> little bit crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's so bad. A little bit, what can I say? Oh my God, this one's crazy. He hid the fact that he had three wives back home. He lied and said that his wife died after she gave birth. Isn't that weird? Then she goes, when I went to his country, I saw that he had three wives who are alive and one of them was heavily pregnant. What a little liar. What a little psycho. Girl, we need to ditch that man. Oh my God, this is, this is giving me Donnie Darko vibes. She goes, he carved my name on his hand with a blade. No, that's really that's, cool. uh, that's Does he drink your blood too? Like, what is that? Didn't we have a scenario of like blood drinking once? Yeah, we did. Oh my God. Oh my God, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to see. Three months before our big wedding, we had Annika. We were choosing honeymoon destinations that my mum ended up paying for, by the way. She goes, I was laughing at something unrelated to our topic. He got crazy and told me I was laughing at him through a glass which missed my head. <gasps> and then told me to leave his mum's house. It was midnight. I had nowhere else to go. I begged him to just let me stay till the morning. To, then I'll leave. So glad I'm out of that marriage. <gasps> oh what a psycho. God. What is wrong with these men? I'm not gonna lie, that, that would tell me he's crazy. Someone goes, when, he, when his sister sat on his lap and he gave her a back massage with no top or bra on. <laughs> What? <laughs> I just like just now processed the last part of that sentence. What? He's basically giving his sister a back massage and she's got no top she's or a topless. bra on. So she's topless. She's naked. And he's giving her a back massage and she's sitting on his lap. That doesn't give me incest. Mm. I don't know what does. Mm -mm. Righty her, we'll do a few more because this is this is crazy. She goes, when he screamed, he's late after I used the bathroom many times and then banged the door while it was open, breaking the handle and throwing the bathroom bin on the floor, breaking it after he came back from work and told me he was just joking and laughed. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah. He's and got, then she's got no amygdala. Yeah, he is a bit crazy. And then she goes stuck in a she goes stuck in an arranged, pressured marriage problems. Guys, no one is stuck in a marriage. Nobody. No, you can get out. Take that out of your mentality. Take that out of your language. You're not stuck. You have a choice. Right, last few. Almost drank poison because I was breaking up with him. Whoa. It's giving me it's giving me psycho. And then final one is when he tried to drive off with my baby while I was trying to take her out of the car. What drives people to these drastic, like, you know, these drastic <sighs> That things. would trigger me a lot. That's given safeguarding. Yeah, that's giving flight risk. That's given social services on his ass. Mm. It's a bit scary. But all in all, can I just say, like, everything... <gasps> oh my God, guys, we're at 100k! Wow, we've hit 100k on Instagram. <laughs> I'm putting, pat myself on the shoulder. Oh my God. A lot of hard work That's what 100k that. looks like. Wow, we look professional. We look like we've been in this game for a while. High five. Me and you, Harlow, we're taking over. Oh my God, guys, we're on 100k. I don't even know how to feel. Can we just message our group chat friends and say, guys, we hit 100k? Because, you know, they are basically our 
cushions, our support, our, our support bubble. Oh my god! Oh my god! I love you guys. Oh my god, guys! Can we just? So take I a just want. I just want to take a moment to thank my co-host Hada Eid for tirelessly just, you know, working so hard to bring you guys the content that you deserve. I also want to thank our friends and our families. <laughs> For just being there for us and allowing us. I want to thank my mum for letting me use that bedroom and my mm -hmm. sister because, mm -hmm. you know, humble beginnings, that's where we started. Mm -hmm. And we used to, you know, scream a lot in there and disrupt mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. household. Mm -hmm. I want to thank every single one of you guys who watches us, who listens to us, who downloads our stuff, who gives, who sends in the reviews, who comments on the posts. The ones that always recognise our little mistakes and tells us in advance. And I want to thank every single person that has ever sent us a scenario. Because you lot, this is like, we can't, we won't exist without you. No, we wouldn't. And can we thank my mother for looking after my kids? And finally... While we record. Yes. I want to thank Hother's mum. <laughs> and finally, I want to thank me. <laughs> the only... The one, the one and, and only. only. Callie from Callie and Hawthorne. Dun, 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 Guys, dun. can you believe it? We've actually hit 100k. There's a milestone for us. Oh, we We've come a long bloody way. Oh my God. Um, from 100K. doing content that one day after Ramadan and we said we're going to sit outside your living room door Oh my record God, guys, a video. if you go on YouTube and you find our very first video where we're in the Gucci bar <laughs> if, you've been, if you've been with us since then... Right or Hijab's off to you. Indeed. Right, guys, let's start the show. Oh, my God, we got 100K. I know. It's not Jannah, but, you know, it's okay. It's, 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 <laughs> it's not Jannah, but, you know. <laughs> it's a master. Oh, Who says that? <laughs> because I just thought of Jannah. I was like, why am I getting so gassed? It's not Jannah, but, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's a milestone it's for a us. It's a milestone. I just want to say... Oh, I'm just in there. Oh no, just loads of serotonin. Don't I know. We've got massive I just, you know what it right is, now. guys. Like, honestly, can I be honest? Is this the honesty table? This is mm. the red table the red right table. now, although it's, it's a black, black table. table. So I just wanted to say, guys, right, a moment. Let's be serious for one second, because you know us. <laughs> we're always laughing, yeah. Yeah, a lot of hard work goes into this podcast. Like, guys, we work full time. Both of us still, you know, we're still doing the nine to five. And the amount of like tiffs we have about editing and arguing and all that shit. I just want to say we do this all so we can like obviously provide you guys with amazing content. So yeah, I just want to say thank you, honestly. Like I'm just, I can't believe we got to 100k. Like I remember last August thinking, what did we get to 10k last August? And we yeah. were like celebrating yeah. that. And we were like, we'd never get to it. Like, yeah, it's not happening. Like, no 100k way. is gonna be like in two years time like three years we used years to think time. people didn't take us seriously yeah we like, used to have a lot of imposter syndrome guys you don't know the stuff that we battle like internally anxiety imposter syndrome we're, we're literally fighting demons every bringing time. this content to you we're looking at negative comments and thinking should we just stop yeah should we just stop Every time you get a small rejection or someone says to us, oh, I'm not really feeling that, like, inside I could have just been like, F this. I'm not even, I'm, what's the point? Like, why am I pushing myself? But it's all about, like, the dream and the vision that we have for this. Because I'll it's be honest. Picture. It's all about the bigger picture. It is, and it's perspective. And also, there's not a lot of women that look like us in these spaces, I'll be honest. 
Shout out to Digital Sisterhood because they've opened <laughs> they've opened a wave. But I'll be honest, in the UK, there's not a lot of us that look like us. So. And I feel like I really hope this opens the floodgates for more like representation. Because you know, some spaces. festivals, Somalis, they're hilarious. I'm sorry, hands down, like top of the top in, in terms the, on of the food chain of banter. Do you know what I mean? Just like people, Muslim girls, black girls, BM, can't say BME no more, POC. It's called like world something. Anyway, all us girls, you know, London is a mixed place. I'm just saying, listen, there is plenty of room for everyone. So if you want to do this, just start. Just do it, man. You can do it. If if us two can bloody do it, you no, can I do it. No, I put some respect on my name. <sighs> I can do whatever I put, set my mind to me. Right. I have 100k followers. I can say whatever the hell I want. <laughs> I'm a mortal. I'm a mortal. I'm a mortal. I, I get money in Milan you know <laughs> for I mean? being a mortal. Because has got a sugar mama. <laughs> Naya, if, if she's paying for your bills, you better tell her pay for my phone bill. If you I? see me in the south of France next weekend, don't say nothing, innit? <laughs> oh okay, guys, we've been going on for ages. Right, let's start the scenarios. Hi, Kelly and Harvel. I'm sending you my story because I need to ask for advice from outsiders because I do not know how my family or friends will react to my situation. Oh, no, it's going to be sad, isn't it? I zoned out. Do it again, please. I was thinking about 100K. <laughs> so this is titled, Should I Divorce My Husband? Hi, Kelly and Harvel. I'm sending you my story because I need to ask for advice from an outsider because I do not know how my family or friends will react to my situation. I have two major issues, so I will be dividing them to avoid confusion. Issue number one, the child out of wedlock. In the beginning of our relationship in 2019, he confessed that his previous partner was pregnant and they both agreed to lead separate lives without involving their parents. Right. Mm. During our engagement, his previous partner gave birth and his mother found out about it through a friend, but his mother posted the baby's picture on social media despite our request to take it down. I have not disclosed this information to my parents before we got married, fearing that they would reject our marriage, which happened in 2020. So, child out of wedlock in 2019, mother Mm -hmm. posting the baby on social media, they got married in 2020. Cool. Earlier this year, I resigned from my job and we had a trip with his mother. To my surprise, she travelled to meet his previous partner and the child without consulting us. She posted about it on social media and my mother comments under the post, who was the child? As she was on her social media friend list, but his mother didn't respond. When my husband confronted his mother about this, she became disrespectful towards both of us. She would enter our apartment without informing us and continued to post pictures of the child on social media. She also treats me impolitely. Confused by her behaviour, I checked my husband's previous messages with his partner and discovered that he had promised his mother to always be there for them, which he hadn't mentioned to me. He also recently revealed that he had given his mother money but did not disclose the reason. While I don't mind him supporting his mother considering our situation, it's not right for him to do so without informing me beforehand. The situation raises suspicions that he might be giving money to his previous partner 
through his mother while I struggle to make ends meet due to our one income household. I want to start a family of my own with him, but I do not know how his mother's actions will affect it. She wants my husband to be connected to his previous partner and care for the child, and it's unacceptable because this is not what I signed up for. I've told my husband numerous times if he decides to go through with his mother's wishes, it's best if we get a divorce, but he always denies the idea. Issue number two, porn addiction. (sighs) I had not inspected his phone before we got married. And on our first week together, I saw messages from previous relationships. In the messages, I saw that he was speaking to several of his previous partners while we were in our early stages of dating. If I had known, I would not have continued dating this man. Most of his conversations with them were very sexual and was not what he confessed to me when we first started dating. This has affected me so much as I do not have any sexual experience. I feel very lacking compared to all his previous relationships and it haunts me to this day. I found his Reddit app on his phone earlier this year and deleted it after seeing pornography content. Later, I discovered that he had reinstalled it without mentioning anything. His job requires him to travel frequently and during his absence, I felt compelled to investigate. I checked his computer's history and found that he had been watching pornography, including transgender content, for several hours. Despite knowing this, I chose to remain silent. Finally, I confronted him about the pornography issue and he admitted to having a porn addiction. He explained that he would spend hours watching it because nothing satisfied him anymore. I feel helpless because not only am I not his preferred type sexually, but I also lack the behaviours he desires. This insecurity haunts me during intimate moments as I constantly think about everything he has done and the things he wishes I would do. I keep thinking if porn doesn't even satisfy him, what guarantees that I do? I'm currently at the point where I do not know how I feel anymore. I feel like I've been lied to multiple times and our relationship does not have a steady base due to all the lies and there's just so much overthinking going on in my head. I don't know if I'll be able to heal from it all. I don't know how to face him anymore without feeling this way. I still love him very much, but this is just too much for me to process and heal from should I get a divorce. At the moment, I'm unable to do anything as I'm unemployed, but a part of me is scared I will never move on from the damage of this relationship. So it will be imposing on my paranoia on a potential relationship. Oh, so she'll be imposing her paranoia on a potential relationship. Right. Okay. There is a lot to unpack. I've right. A Me too. But one thing that I've understood from this, okay, let's unpack it the way she did it, yeah? So the first one, child out of wedlock. So the child out of wedlock, okay, cool. So you were talking, so in 2019, he's obviously had this child out of wedlock. And then in 2020, they got married. And then the reason that they got married was because of the fact that she's told her parents nothing about him having another child out of wedlock because if she did they wouldn't have allowed it then they wouldn't have allowed it so wait the, i think the, the most important part of that child out of wedlock thing is him and the partner agreed to go separate ways so i think she accepted that you know he's obviously said we're not going to see each other anymore i.e he has nothing to do with the partner or the child and this is why she was. She. Do you know what I mean? She married him thinking they're basically no baggage, isn't it? But can I just I say that always... sounds a bit like how can you expect someone to leave a child. their child, even though let's say he cheated or the, the child was born out with whatever, that's still his baby, and that baby is still out there, and, and he's, he's all. It's always going to be in the back of his mind. Yeah, and I don't think anyone, unless 
Yeah, like the likelihood of him completely relinquishing everything from that child and just going with you, I think that's quite small. And I also think it's a really difficult thing to expect from someone, even though it came from him, which I think he was only saying that to appease you, mm. to stay in the situation. That he would actually be without this no, child. because obviously he's giving this money to his mum to support the child. The mum is obviously... We don't obvious- know that for sure. We don't know that for sure. No, but even if he did, though, even mm. if he did give it money to his mum... It shows that he wants to be in the child's life. Yeah, but even if he did give money to the mum, it's okay. Like, that's his money. He can do what he likes to it. But he needs to let you know. But I just but feel I, like I a think, lot of lies will come from I this. don't think she's upset that he gave his mum money. I think she's looking at it from the point of view of she is bare, she's resigned from her job. She basically is saying, you know... Like, how can he support, secretly support this family or whatever or secretly give money to his mum, but I'm in this situation where I've resigned? Yeah, how can he give this money to your mum when I need it more, basically? But in my mind, I'm thinking... Even though there's nothing wrong with giving money to your mum. Exactly. Yeah, but it's like, that. I think that's where she's coming from. She's not coming from it. If she was employed now and she had her own money or whatever, she probably wouldn't think too, twice about. Don't you feel like he's a little bit scared of her? Like he's he's scared of lying to her. So yeah, he's lying more confused. to cover you know up what his I tracks. Think about wedlock situation, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry, I had to sit up for this one. Is you knew. You, what you were getting yourself into. You knew he had a child out of wedlock. Like, there is no way on earth a man is going to walk away from a child that is in the world. Do you get it? Some men are deadbeat dads. Some men are deadbeat dads, but they're still about. Yeah, like... like they still see the child. They might not be able to offer them anything, but they're still around. Like, imagine he's not a deadbeat dad and he actually wants to be in his child's life, but because he doesn't want to lose you, he's basically lying which yeah. isn't a good thing. There's yeah. a lot of lying coming from And him. he's lying out because of fear, fear that he's going to lose you. And I just think personally, I'm going to be really, He really... needs to conquer that fear and just yeah, deal with it. Yeah, I just think this could be a really nice blended family. Me too. If if the tr- if people were honest with each other... If, you know what I mean? They all sat down and they communicated. And they said, you know what? These are the boundaries. This is what I'm willing to do. This is not what I'm willing to do X, Y, and Z. He can go and see the child on the weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah, I Money agree. things spoken about as well. Yeah. This could be a nice little blended operation. But because he is leading with lies and deceit and like fear of reaction and consequences of what could happen, he's not, he's not living his truth. Yeah, and also he keeps experiencing these wars. And also, yes. And the other issue is she keeps finding everything out. And she's like always in this, she's investigative hat is always on. The detective is always there. And it's not nice to be in your investigative, you know what I mean? Constantly. Constantly, because it really like, there's high cortisol levels, high stress levels. But I also get why she's, the detective hat is always on because Mm. he's constantly lying. He's constantly lying. And also this mother as well is like, I don't feel that what this mother is doing is wrong. She just is a grandmother and she's leading with love and she wants to see her grandchild. Do you know what I mean? I feel like posting the pictures on social media, little bit trifling. But also she's she's, she's not stirring, treating her well. I feel like she's stirring the pot a little bit. Yeah. But I think the disrespect came from the fact that she caught her in the social media situation because the mum, her mum commented on the picture saying, who's this child? Therefore she confronted the mother 
And then that's when the mother started becoming a bit mean. Is that what happened? Yeah, so she confronted her and said like, she confronted her about it and she said she was really disrespectful towards me. And then she's really impolite, she's been really impolite. Mm. So if, it, if it's a case where there has just been, you know, a track record of her being horrible to her throughout the whole process of this marriage, okay, she's not a nice lady. But if she was angry because you caught her out, People don't like to be, you know what I mean? People don't like to face their shit sometimes. She, she's looking at it from a point of view where this is my grandchild, I can do what I please. This, mm. The biggest thing in this relationship, the thing that's driving a wedge between everyone is the fact that this baby is a secret. Yes. <laughs> and the secret. thing is, I think what she needs to also acknowledge, and I'm not saying it's your fault, I think you've been put into a situation where, like, he's made you promises that haven't really come true. Do you know what I mean? So I genuinely think everyone needs to sit on a table, kumbaya, and they need to talk about this because this baby's not a secret. He will come out. I think she needs to accept the fact that he does have a child. He's probably going to be in that... Whether he's in the child's life or not, I feel like that's going to come up because... But I think that's his choice. Yes. I don't think that... Like, even though he may have said to her all these things about not wanting to be... I don't think that's how he truly feels. And I feel like a lot of things need, like a lot of honest truths need to come out. If he feels as though he wants to be in the child's life, tell your wife you want to be in the child's life. Yes, but also that means she needs to be honest with her family that she's got a fear of because if the if the mum is texting on the social media and there's messages about the baby, they need to know that this baby belongs to him. So look, look him and her are basically good do you know what I mean? I genuinely think... I that, think after the like, baby's issue, come out... Issue number one, issue number one, the wedlock one, him and her are good, yeah? All they need to do is have a conversation about this baby situation, right? Now, no, but she's not good. But wait, I'll tell you why she's not good. She is... The fear from her is telling her family that yeah. this man that she married had a baby. Yeah. And that's why she's doing a lot of this... Anxiety. Anxiety, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, she's yeah. worried that the baby's on the social media, all yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. So and she, the lie's coming out. And the lie's coming out. So there's big, big lies here, and the lie needs to come out. Now, him and his mother, I feel like him and his mother, you know, they have a this strange little dichotomy, like she's doing, you know, mm, mm, mm. I don't know. But I feel like that's a grandmother. That's a grandmother. I don't think, I think we should leave the grandma alone. I think grandmother's cool. She's just happy. She's just excited. She's a happy lady. She's got a grandkid. I want to post my kid on social media. Just let her That's my flesh and blood. Do you know what I mean? That's what she's thinking. So I think take the mother out. And I feel like, but also don't see what she's doing as disrespectful. She's just thinking, she's protecting her own basically. That's what she's doing. And another way to like handle in-laws, honestly, just be happy, smile. If they say something, swallow it. It doesn't. Ha- you don't have to react to everything. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. right now, she's got bigger fish to she's fry. She's got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. You, you and your husband need to be seeing eye to eye. Exactly. You need to be a team right and now. You, and she needs to talk to her family and tell her the truth. The truth needs to come out. Exactly. The truth is the baby. But I think they should get the, tr- the truth needs to come out. The, the baby. baby <laughs> the baby needs to not be a secret anymore. Basically, the baby needs to be released. But he, <laughs> okay, needs to be reborn. The baby needs to basically <laughs> just do you know what I mean we need to sit the baby down do you know what I mean we need to do a ba- for the baby <laughs> you know with what? the name reveal ha, the, the baby <laughs> the baby needs to have a baby shower and basically, a gender reveal a gender reveal I'm here in the world I'm this alive this is me again I live I have a family exactly and he the husband and the wife need to sit with her family and they both need to 
family intervention. Yes, they both need to reveal that information. But take the mother-in-law out. Because mother-in-law... Take the mother-in-law She doesn't out. need to be in that intervention. It needs to be the husband and the wife. And her family. And her family. And he... And they need to be a team together and reveal this information. Exactly. They together. need to be a unit. Husband and wife together. Reveal the information. Perfect. Take the little hat off the baby. Hello. Hello. I'm here. <laughs> right? So that's one problem solved. Right. Okay. <laughs> Second scenario. Second scenario is the... Porn addiction. Porn addiction and the money. Was that money? There was something about she obviously lost the job and he's given money to his mum. No, that's in the first situation. Was that? Yeah, also, can we just go back to that quickly? Yeah. Also, again... That con- I genuinely believe 90% that that money is going to the child. It goes to the child, yeah. And also, so once in- you've had the conversation, you're with a unit and you're a team and the baby's been revealed, you'll feel a lot less upset yes. about the fact that the money's going to the child. Exactly. And then also you can talk about, you know, finances Boundaries. and what's going where and exactly Boundaries, and the conversation yeah. about money and things like that and you're going to feel more happy. Right, porn addiction. It's a real thing. Mm-mm. If he really cares about the fact that he's got a porn addiction and he wants to get better, genuinely... NHS, they do therapy sessions and counsel sessions, CBT, they can do hypnotherapy against porn porn addiction. Yeah, Did yeah. you know that? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a amazing. Health, it's a mental health thing. So I is think it mental he, health? Yeah, it is. Yeah, he, it's health. therapy. It's a form of he can do hypnotherapy, he can do therapy, he can just I think he needs to if he's being serious, if he's he serious needs to about take, wanting to get better. Exactly. He needs to take an active step mm. to do that. He needs to come into the light. Exactly. Another thing I would say, if he's being serious about the porn addiction he needs to try and stop porn for 30 days. Right, so she's more concerned about the type of porn that he's watching, which is several hours of transgender pornography. Can I just say something about that, actually? And also, she feels as though she's not his preference, and therefore the bedroom situation is suffering. So part A, part B, and part C. So part A... Therapy. Therapy. Part B, another fun fact about porn addiction... It's similar to drug. It's similar to any addiction. I'll be honest. Yeah. Sex addiction and sex addiction. Yeah, is the fact that like the more you get into the addiction, the worse it basically becomes, and the more like you need more graphic things to mm. get you off. Mm. So like when you see someone saying that they're into like transgender like or like, <laughs> that not supposed to say that. <laughs> Little people porn, you mean? Yeah, little people porn. Yeah, like people just, they're into more like... Just weird shit. They're just into weird shit to get them off, do you know what I mean? It's an actual addiction, so like it's... So he probably started looking at vanilla, Vanilla, you know what I mean? Two people just... And then he probably moved on it to just, something a bit more rough. It gra- it's, it's a gradual thing. I can see why you would feel anxious if your husband was not watching porn that is similar to you or mm. like how you look. But I genuinely think that's, it's not, I don't think it's anything to worry about in terms of preference. I can't really say too much about this because I don't know a lot about it. I'm just talking, I'm really trying to say I know a lot about it. Like, yeah, yeah, you seem quite knowledgeable. But you know, you're a mental health. Yeah, nurse. but I'm just saying, I'm just generally saying that, like, this is how people like, look at Carlton now. What are you trying to incite? <laughs> You've been on TikTok, haven't you? No. <laughs> well, how did you get this information from? Honestly, what, I work in mental health. It happens a lot. But what I'm trying to say to you is, I don't think you need to feel like because he's into this crazy and like. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say crazy, but he, because he's into... Something a bit more outside of the remit of who you, who are. you are. It doesn't necessarily mean that, that he he's doesn't not like into you. you. Yeah, it just means that he can't get off to regular stuff no more. Exactly. Yeah. And in order to do that, 
he needs to have some form of therapy to get himself back. Also, if a habit, now I'm not, I'm not comparing porn addiction or having an addiction to having like a an addictive personality or an addictive mm. habit. No, all but of these just generally seeing if, if, if you abstain from something for thirty days, as Oprah said, a habit generally goes away. So it's just what he needs to do is just think about if he's serious about this. Is he willing to work on it and be done with it? And the other thing I would say... But it's about how... It's, it's linked to the way that he's thinking about it. Do you know what I mean? If he, like, reframes his mind and decenters the, like, sexual stuff that he... You know what I mean? Yeah. The things that he thinks he desires but doesn't actually desire that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? If he, like, uncenters that and starts thinking about things in a more healthy way, he can combat this addiction. Yeah. It's like smoking cessation it's like sex cessation basically i mean we're just two idiots on the internet <laughs> do you know think, what i mean i don't think sex cessation is a thing to no honest. but we're just two idiots on, <laughs> but we're trying to give you a practical way to think about this yeah like it's literally about it's how we the end of the world it. it's he's thinking right i need to go in that corner and get my next fix in but the other thing that I was going to say, part of C, because Colton's making me laugh. You know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about our little, our little addiction. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it, honestly, it's all about how you think. It's your frame of mind. It's like when you wake up in the morning, if it's the first thing you're thinking about, you've got a problem. You do, you do. Yeah. And a lot of people have different vices. And, and the, we're not judging. Yeah, but the first step is to accept that you have a problem yeah and the second step is try and get help but the last thing that i want to say about the porn is i had a lovely idea in my head and now it's gone because you made me like porn 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 porn. internet porn porn come on is it coming to you um 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 um, part a part b part c yes this is what i was gonna say the reddit yeah that but put wait it's another porn comment so what i was trying to say to you guys is did you know right that people when you get married You've got, why are you looking at me like that? Carlton is like, no, what's that? The water in my hand has changed you. You're giving me side eye. I'm actually interested (laughs) in what you've got to say. Anyway, guys, so when people get married, they've got different thresholds for sexual activity. Mm. In the sense that, I mean, some people want to do it all the time. Mm. Is that a threshold? Yeah. Some people want to do it all the time and other people are like once a week. Mm. And you just, it's your libido. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. your level of libido. You can't change that. Mm. So it's like you need to have genuine conversations about that. Because in her mind, he might have a different libido to her. Yeah, he might have a different libido to her. Yeah, like he... Now, in the first few weeks of marriage, people tend to be rabbits, right? And then you Average. start to Some come. people aren't, though. Some people aren't. Some people are like one-weekers. Yeah. Some people are like one monthers. Exactly. So she needs to figure out what their what frequency levels are in terms exactly. of how often they want to, you know. Exactly. I mean, That's why help. you need to know your partner. Yeah, you need to know your partner. And also, you need to like... But I feel like if someone is a one monther, right? One month. Oh, I know. You need to bring them to a one-weeker. And if they're a one-weeker, you need to bring them into a two times a week. Essentially. But the point is, the only way to do that is to talk. Is to talk and to communicate. Mm. And these two don't look like they're talking. No, it's just the, yeah. Yeah. So I just think <laughs> you both need to, and you know, we're getting a bit explicit in this, but you know, we're here it's to just, help you. We're love. here to help, right? So if you are basically feeling like 
you don't satisfy him enough. I think you need to have that conversation with I him. I think it's something that you can both sit down about and, and you can actually find Engage out. It. Yeah, find out what his views are on the matter. He might not even realise. That that's how you feel. That that's how you feel. And then he could be like, well, I need to step my game up. Exactly, you might be a little freak and you don't know. You don't know. Mm. And also, the more times that you do it and the more you get comfortable with each with other, each other the more you're likely to explore. Explore. Right. right. I think we broke that down. I think we did quite well. Give me a high five. That's why we're on 100k. That's why we're on, because we know our stuff. <laughs> we're two idiots that know well. a lot, basically. This should be called the podcast Two Idiots, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. you know, the men on the internet don't come for us. We're trying to help you, though. I'm trying to put your wives on game. Yeah, we're trying to put you on game. We're trying to put you on game, not even the wives. Anyway, I so swear, I think there's like very smart men that watch us because they want to understand the female psyche. Mm. Men, if you're smart, you need to watch us because we will tell you we'll everything you, you need out. to know to understand your partner. Mm. And then the last and final thing that we are going to wrap this up with is just say that, listen, married couples go through some crazy stuff. The absolute craziest things no one will even know what's happening. Exactly. Like, but you're sometimes you're like able to fix yeah. it together. I genuinely think in this, this is fixable. I think this is fixable. I genuinely think with good communication, if you're both honest with each other, and you're both willing to work on things together, and if you let go of the past, mm. and you look forward, and you get to know each other, what you want, what your needs are, what, and you solely trust each other i think this could work you can walk into the sunset with each other hand held including the baby yeah and then you can have your own family i'm the just, baby is a part of their family now and i'm saying yeah but you she could they can have their own baby yeah if that makes sense but the point is i it's genuinely don't think that yeah. you need to feel like it's the end of the world i think so. i think you know what it is a lot of things on the internet scare you as well you know when you start typing things like porn addiction or yeah. emotional abuse on the internet you're like whoa my partner is an effing psycho right? yeah and you start release, releasing five signs that your husband is you know what i mean like yeah. that type of content it drives you crazy i just think that people go through Oh no, we missed the most biggest part. What? He's talking to other women. I just missed that. He's not talking to other women, is he? She found the messages. No, no, no. You need to bring that up because no, I don't remember reading I've, that. I've just ended this off as a happy bloody scenario and I remembered. No, it's so Also, how did he get pregnant in t- 2019 before we enable a cheater? A cheater? I'm bloody fuming I'm now. fuming if I've put my eggs into this basket and it's not what it is. Wait, everything. All the advice in, She goes... In the beginning of our Wait, relationship... Wait, before you say that, just for one second, just pause the advice that we've just given. Just put, just have that on one... Have that in one bag. Now, tell us. God, this is like part D. Like, put that in your pocket. Put that, put that one... Put the advice that we've just given you in your pocket because everything might just change now. Go on, Harder. Right. In the beginning of our relationship in 2019, he confessed that his previous partner was pregnant. Right, so he didn't cheat then. No, the, the marriage That's fine. is valid. Go down to the end. The marriage is valid. He's not talking to other women. He like, is. She found text messages. From from when? Before, previous. Shush, wait. From before they were Shut together. up, I've got you. I've got him. <laughs> I'm oh, angry. Did, I'm how, angry that I've got how him. How did I forget that? Because you were reading it. You're slow. Sometimes, you know when I read, guys, I don't like so imagine. Yeah, I don't imagine what I'm reading in my okay, head. Okay, right. Let's examine this evidence. 
I had not inspected his phone before. We got married and on our first weeks together, I saw messages from previous relationships. In the messages, I saw that he was speaking to several of his previous partners while we were in the early stages of dating. Oh, dating. If I had known, I would not have continued dating this man. Most of his conversations with them were very sexual and was not what he confessed to me when we first started dating. Dating. They were dating. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she should have been him. I still don't think she should have been him. No, no, I don't think she should have been him. But he's... Okay, if we have a radar of scumbag... An arsehole. And the top is scumbag. And, and the, the bottom, bottom is like... And then we've got the median line. He's like just past... Just just below... Past. I feel like just below the median. Just below. Because you know what? If he was above the median, everything in the zone of above the median line is he was married whilst doing that. But below is dating whilst doing that. You know what it is though? What He's really disappointed me, me, this man. He's dis- I was on his side. I oh, too. I said, let's fix things. Me too. I still think it's salvageable, though. Me too. Because technically, if they're two Muslim people, hold on. They can get through this. They can get through this with Allah's help. Not everyday divorce. Not everyday divorce. But I genuinely think they can. If he is honest. If he's honest about those messages. If he's honest about the baby. If he's honest about the porn addiction and is willing to work through that in a professional sort of way using services they can get through this if he is a good man if he's inherently a good and he treats person, you well look how he wants to care for the baby but he's too scared he wants you girl he wants you do you know what i mean i genuinely think people make mistakes and they make this man's making a lot of mistakes do you know but what i is? think he's he just, can he's he doing can, everything he's doing in the relationship i think he's doing because he fears the you know, consequence the, of the, losing the her. abandonment and the rejection from his wife yeah but then i'm not saying that's her fault no that's him that's all on him but i just think everything can be sold if they, if they both sit down together and they actually just talk no and if you do this in a setting in a couples therapy setting and you both air out everything and then you like draw a line under it under it and you say from this moment on i hereby declare that i will be honest truthful and i will be everything to I you will, yeah and from this moment on <laughs> i will no longer i will work on my porn addiction I will be honest about how I'm feeling about my child. I will talk about the financial situation with you and we'll have our little boundaries and things. We can mm-hmm. even have our little spreadsheet if you want. Mm-hmm. All of these things, I think she just needs to draw up a list of things that she wants from him and say, if you're willing to meet me here, then this can I can work with this. Yes. However, if you're going to just, you know, I go, you know, we get back together, whatever, and then you just revert back to your old ways then I'm sorry. It's I cannot do work. this. But I think if she's giving him a chance and he needs to really come with a lot because she's needs, giving him a big, big chance. Hard, yes. basically. He, he needs, needs to prove to us. Show her and us. And us that <laughs> I am a changed man. Honestly. I'm working on myself. Because I, I genuinely think you can salvage this. It, with hard point. work and commitment. But the biggest question of all is, are you? is he worth it? Is he worth it? to go through all of this. Because if he is, deep down, if you know you've got a decent man, he's good and he loves you and you feel like if if you resolve these issues, if you can move forward with it, then I think you should do it. And I think the other thing is, if you do resolve this, you have to draw a line. You can't you can't keep thinking, oh my God, but you did this no. to me. Like, no, you can't you go can back to that. You can never talk about the past issues again. No. Unless, unless he goes back to them. 
Yeah, I think that's what I say. I think this is a good one we dissected. I was on your side. I was on your side, damn it. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it, really. I think so. I think I think this could work. I have a good feeling about these two. No, 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 I don't want to be too close. Okay, maybe I do want to be too close. <laughs> yeah, I think this could work. I have a good feeling about these two. I think so as well. Pray your salahs. I mean. And make a lot of dua. Uh, and may Allah make this marriage beneficial and make you guys yeah, be one married. unit. Guys, this is a question for you lot. Do you think in Jannah, you can just choose who you want to be with? Could I just be with like a makeshift? Harry Styles. A Muslim one. Yeah. Could you like in Jannah, recreate the person that you want? Can I in Jannah, change my husband's head shape, his eye shape? <laughs> can I in the Jannah? Size of his not- <laughs> In Jenna, can I just marry Harry Styles? <laughs> okay, okay. Do you know what we didn't talk about today? We mm. didn't speak about the bloody submarine. Oh my God, they're dead. I know, Ilan Harry Styles. You know the way they died? Oxygen. You know the first... Oxygen key no! Yeah. They imploded Coltorn. And then when, when it imploded, their body was like exposed to the pressure. So they've turned into slush like nothing. They've, they're mist. You're lying. Don't you know what implosion does? That pressure. I was in Milan living my best life. I put this story to bed. Yeah, I didn't imploded. have internet connection unless I was in a Wi-Fi spot. Do you know what I mean? Can I just say something? I literally, when I was in Milan, I had no en- negative energies around me. I sort of saw no negative news stories. The only thing I saw was Silvio Berlusconi's picture on, on magazines. God rest his soul. So, no, I didn't know what happened to the submarine. Yeah, they imploded. You know how, what really scared me? The fact that the angel of death can come to you anywhere in the world. In the bloody sea. <laughs> like, imagine on that, and those five people. Pause your laughter. In the sea. Like, the angel of death can come to you anywhere. Isn't that scary? Like, imagine on the day when Allah created all man, and there's that hadith where all of us are in front of Allah, right yeah. like the whole of mankind is in front of Allah and then obviously there's this one shiny person and I think that turned out to be Iblis no it turned out there was a person that had lots of nur but I don't know who it was it so was it another was prophet, prophet but it wasn't a prophet Muhammad it was another prophet anyway so what it scared was a, there's a basically the whole of mankind were they prostrating so the whole of mankind are in front of Allah and I think the question that Allah asked I think the question's asked of who is your lord anyway the point oh, sorry, is, I don't know this story. I will get it out for you one day. I'll t- anyway, the point I'm trying to make is, yeah, of all the people in mankind, imagine those five people on the Day of Judgment are going to... When, when we ask each other on the Day of Judgment, how did you die, for example, yeah? Those people are going to say, I, I was 3,800 metres under, under the sea and I imploded. And Isn't I that mad? And turned to slush. But you know what? They're going to just be recreated on the arm of Yeah, the literally. They're just going to... And be recreated. Isn't that mad? And then they die again. So the trumpet's blown, everyone dies. Then they all come back to life. There we go. Yeah. Everyone's going to come out the graves. Yeah. I'm going to see my daddy. I'm going to see my daddy too. But apparently when you see people, you're not... They're not going to be looking at you like that. Yeah, because everyone's worried about their own state. SubhanAllah. Everyone's in a state of... And then like, you know what else scared me? Oh, I don't like this story. The crossing of the Sirat. Sirat al-Mustaqeen. 
And it's like a th- as thin as a hair strand. Can you believe it? I know, that? and some people are going to bolt it. I know. Yeah, Allah, make us make us I mean, please give me speed on that. I mean, I mean. All of us, I mean. I mean. But anyway, it really, really scared me that obviously the angel of death comes to you anywhere, subhanAllah. Do you know there's this one book here that I got from Dadasana back in the day and it was called, is it called? And I can't find this book anywhere and it was my favourite book, but it was about Yom Al-Qiyam. I used to really enjoy reading about Yom Al-Qiyam. I was Me sick. too. It's not sick, I just think it's a good reality to know. Yeah, I just really loved reading about it. But obviously there's loads of, like, it's quite dark, but also mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it gives you a massive reality check. Anyway, mm-hmm. so it was called The Book of the End. The Book of the End. Oh and God. it was so fat. Every single page on Akhribukas. Really? You know what it is? Stories about like the last days, something about it is just so. I used to be obsessed with the Dajjal era. And when no, it, and then that, that one never used to hit it for me. It and used to be stories about the last day. I just needed to know what happens when that trumpet is blown. Really? And like it's just, it's very elaborate. Yeah. And there's various narrations of different things that are happening. It tells you this one is the most sahih. Yeah. This one is shwe- And like there's seven people that get shaded on the Day of Judgment. Seven people get shaded on the Day of Judgment. Like, I don't know, it's just... Know. And, and, you know, when there's like, so there's like one bit where Safil's mouth is just on the trumpet. He's just waiting. He's just waiting, yeah. It's like this. Like, you know, there was this boy on TikTok that had a that dream. Game, I went like this. <laughs> you know, there was this boy on TikTok that had a dream about... I don't believe that. Of the that. trumpet being blown. I don't believe it. Isn't and amazing? he said, he said, Isafir was big. Yeah. He was very big. He said he saw him in his dream and he was very but, big. But Father, please, like, apparently, you know what? Loads of people dream about the Prophet and it's apparently, it's like, a it's a good, good thing. thing. It's a good and thing. And it's true. Yeah. But oh, dreaming well. about Isafir and the trumpet and stuff, like. That's not a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but is it. That's Allah's creation. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying, like, is my man lying? Because if you're lying, <laughs> you know, but no one's gonna know. A part of me wants him to be lying. Really? Yeah. I want him to describe what Israfil looked like. Apparently, he said angel, he's massive. Apparently, I was gonna say Angel Gabriel. You know, Angel Angel Jibril, salam. Basically, he's like so massive. Yeah, he's got massive. Wings. He's huge. Subhanallah. Imagine how scared the Prophet Sallallahu was when, when he, he first saw him, saw him. and then he said to him, Iqra, how <gasps> scared would you be? No wonder he looked like he was having psychosis at some point. I would think that if I was the Prophet, man, am I going crazy? That's why he was shivering when he went to Khadija alayhi salam's house. Oh, bless him. And then he hid himself oh, under the covers. Anyway, guys, we do have to wrap it up. So, thank you guys so much for watching and listening to us. It's just the one scenario, guys, but it's okay. It's okay, but I think we had... It's all right, we had 100, we got, we're very happy. We've got, we're going to go out and celebrate now. Guys, we've got the live show coming up next week. We've got the live show coming oh, up. Oh, two weeks time, maybe. We have, we've just got a very action-packed couple of weeks. I know. And, and next week, we've got a guest. This time, we actually mean it. This guest is actually coming on, and she's bloody lit. And you guys are going to love her. Oh, anyway. Guys, thank you so much for listening to our scenario. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the podcast version, please don't forget to rate us five stars on the Spotify and leave a review on the Apple. Yeah. And make sure you download our episodes and you share it with your friends, inshallah. Because this is now a 100k podcast. It is. This is a 100k brand. Amen. Well done, Father. Love you. Love you Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.